Hi, this is Meatloaf. Okay, kids, you know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's Outlaw Radio Time! I'm through with standing in line for some fun to begin, but I found a good thing leaving me with a grin. It's time for Outlaw Radio to begin. Yeah, Oh, that's COVID. That's COVID. I get it three, four times a week. Yeah, you said it. After all that, you said it. Well, it's okay to say it. I'm not saying anything... Um, I'm not giving you medical information regarding it. Oh, God, now I said medical information. So now YouTube will find medical information. He has said medical okay, I'm not, I'm not giving you any, uh, um, any concerns that wouldn't concern you regarding the C. Oh and then it ends with a D. You know, the algorithm right now is crunching all those words as you speak. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right, Tim. Yeah. That's out. That's what they do, man. YouTube, keeping the white man down. Uh, welcome back, my friends. This is the debut of Tattoo Dave at the helm producing Outlaw Radio. I apologize. I think he has I think he has newfound respect for Lori Downey Jr., right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it was quite, quite a gig, huh? It is. Yeah, and she gave it up for Lent. Imagine the pressure I'm under right now. I gave up negativity for Lent, uh, and I just wonder how long that's going to last. Am I the only one that gets that joke? Am I am I the only one? No, I get it, Tim, man. did you understand it? I got it. I, I right. won't lie. I was uh, taking a puff. It went over my head. No, I got it. But this movie. You know, if you're going to be it. a part of the show in this 1876 Virginia City Nevada style bar, be a part of the show. Yeah, but you don't need. We don't need be, to laugh at everything be, you say. No, no, but only the funny stuff, and that was funny. Not really. So go ahead. Okay, Mart. There we go. See, that's what we call. That's what we call comedy denier. That's my brother Mart. He's proven himself being the king of all comedy deniers for many, many. At least years. I'm the king of something. Well, at least. Sure, consistent. <laughs> Over 2,300 Disney employees signed a petition against CEO Bob Iger ordering return to office uh, because Bob simply wants all these employees to come back in. They want to continue doing their thing from home. If you can do the same gig from home, then let's continue with this. Yep. I, I mean, agree. let's continue, right? My buddy does it. But me. I'm not yeah. saying that, you know, who knows, some of these gigs maybe are are much better and easier performed in the office. And maybe Iger is up to something here that simply because 23 friggin' hundred Disney employees signed this petition, like, who cares? Fire them, Bobby. Fire these woke friggin' idiot sticks. Fired everybody else. Yeah, I I know. Fired everybody else. (laughs) It's true. Get rid of them. And speaking of uh, beautiful amusement parks, right down the street from where we do this thing in the San Fernando Valley, spitting distance from Hollywood Cali, about 10 minutes away, um, Universal Studios been a premier in fact they have made more money on their amusement park than they have movies i think for many many years oh, i'm sure it was it was a real smart thing yeah. and the way they they've if you've never been to universal it is the 
the biggest crock the way they put this together. Now, when I say that, I'm not saying don't go. I've had good times there. So I. I, I used to take my daughter there once a week. Right. You know, she was 32 at the time, and it's mm-hmm. like you know that, that seems weird. Got no. a little creepy. But... No, she's only uh, she's only 27. Well, that's when you were right caught every week, dude. Are you, had to, you, you? Well, yes, yes, of course, yeah. <laughs> remember when I used to be Magic Matt Allen? Oh, those were the days, well, man. It used to be reasonable. I remember when I first moved here, like for fifty dollars in a Coke can, I had a freaking season pass. Yes, yeah. It's absurd uh, correct, now. Correct. Well, I'll tell you what's absurd is Disney. You know, I mean, yeah, second mortgage on your home. Yeah. You have to decide, okay, do I want do I want to attend a beautiful day at Disneyland or buy a dozen eggs? You know, <laughs> wh- wh- which is it going to be? It's got to yeah. be one of those. But everything is so friggin' expensive. Uh, but Universal is still a bargain compared to Disneyland. I mean, uh, we, you know, I think it's like 80 bucks instead of, uh, you know, 400 or I like Universal, that. man. And that's without parking. But here, here's my point about Universal. In order to make this work, and they had to develop this in such a way to expand it, they, they put in the world's longest escalators. And it's ridiculous to get down to the yeah. bottom of this thing where the Jurassic Park ride I know. is. I mean, it is a bitch and a friggin' half. Uh, they should have just kept stairs, forgot the escalator, and that way you would lose weight on the way down to the Mario Kart ride at Universal Studios, yeah. and you wouldn't have a problem with being too friggin' fat to ride on this thing. I think, yeah. But now people are protesting. Uh, they've accused the popular Mario Kart ride at Universal Studios about uh, about 10 minutes from where we do our thing here in uh, the San Fernando Valley, uh, perpetuating fat phobia by being too small for plus size visitors. Now, you you obviously you have options. Uh, lose some weight, don't ride on that ride. Um, but I think if you paid the admission fee, then then there is an expectation that no matter how big you are, I don't know, you know, unless you're 900 pounds, it seems to me that your expectation should be that you can ride on every ride. You know, after paying a buck nine or a buck fifty, whatever the hell it costs to get into the park, right, Tim? I mean, it, the expectation should be. I, I I tend to agree, although I'm also sometimes on the side of, hey, it's business. You know what I mean? You get to run your park the way you want to run your park. And and that's true because it is a private business. Um, Super Nintendo World has received rave reviews from the few who have visited ahead of its release date. Some feel that the weight and height dimensions for the Mario Kart ride, based on the 1990s video game, oh, we all remember that one, don't we? Yeah. Uh, needs to accommodate larger sizes. The safety information for the attraction states that riders with waistlines... <laughs> that are 40 inches or larger may not be accommodated on the ride. Uh, Reported entrepreneur, I guess that's a mag or some web-based thing, people are encouraged to sit in the the tester seat at the ride's entrance. So there's a tester seat? embarrassing. Oh, oh, that is embarrassing. That is really... That's like like when you're at the airport putting your luggage through to make sure you're sitting there. But it's it's a human... It's it's a human version of the luggage friggin' size. I want to see Mark in that. I mean, I remember being a kid and you had to, you know, you have to be this tall to ride this ride. I mean, you guys all know I'm not incredibly tall here, but somehow this seems different. (laughs) It is. This is about this is about weight, and riders must be over forty inches tall uh, to ride, and those under forty eight inches. Uh, that's the height requirement. Okay, fine. No one's ever had a real problem with a height requirement, but but you're encouraged to set in this little tester 
seat. Now, as a biggin, if you're a biggin, and you look at the tester seat, would you not know before sitting in there if yeah. you're going to fit or not? Yeah. Right? So you don't have to suffer from that embarrassment? Of course, can't you smell lawsuits? I mean, it's like this may be a chance to grab some money from Universal, so I know I'm not going to fit in there, but I'm going to sit in there, and I'm going to have my family take pictures of me. Now, now you know, I, work, I yeah. work with kids, yeah. and uh, you know, I overheard this term being used. You guys may or may not know that right. there's another word they use now to describe someone who's large, bigger. Okay, it's called fluffy. Fluffy. I, I feel like there's plenty of opportunity of your Universal Studio to make yeah. use of the way the kids are referring to those with more girth these days. Yeah, someone who adopted that or maybe started that whole thing was that comedian. Gabriel. Isn't he, isn't he dead now? No. Oh, he's not. No. Okay. Gabriel well, hey, Boyer, would you be fluffy. willing to go to Universal with us? To sit in one of those testers. <laughs> to sit in the tester seat. No, Wearing your headphones. I'm not going to fit. I... No, the, the problem with Mark C.G. Boyer is he, he may just barely make it. Well, no. He may just barely. No. Huh? He doesn't even make the height requirements. Well, then, wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hey, maybe, but Mark, hold on just a moment here. Yeah. What is your, we, we, can, we can discern this right this second. Wait, what so, is, what is your waist? Uh, 46. Out. Okay, so he was uh, telling the truth. Yeah. Yeah, boy, that's a big one, huh? So to, just, but, but play that's along. a big one. Come with us. Just no, 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 no. Universal Studios said in its safety <laughs> guidelines for the ride that it moves along a track, includes sudden accelerations, turning and spinning, as well as augmented reality simulations of a high-speed race, adding that it employs restraints which may restrict certain guests from riding due to body shape and, <laughs> and size. And I think it specifically says, including Mark C.G. Boyer. <laughs> as part of a team, I didn't know they know me. as part of a team, Mario guests will steer through courses underwater and in the clouds to compete for the Golden Cup while collecting coins to defeat Team Bowser and win. Sounds uh, like a cool ride. Yeah, you know, they they do a lot of cool they rides. Do the Harry Potter ride. Me, and my daughter, my daughter, and myself went on that, and we our mouths dropped. Well, that's you not just a that? ride. Oh, that's, been on, that's Harry Potter that great, Village. It's that like, great yeah. incredible. Yeah. Well, they, they did a damn good job with that, man. By the way, uh, never written by J.K. Rowling because of all the actors in that uh, movie now, um, they are completely against J.K. Rowling yeah. because, uh, you know, they like to throw her under the bus for being against uh, LGBTQEIEIO. And on this farm, there was an L. LGBTQOEIEIO. LGBTQ. LGBTQ. What a stupid parade. Uh, <laughs> I don't get it. A Dumbledore. Is gay, yeah, and she isn't against LGBT. Dumbledore is dead. Hold on, yeah, don't be talking yeah, about yeah. Dumbledore. Yeah, well, Dumbledore is dead. So, yeah. so how ungrateful are these actors? How do they make? Of course, own? they're ungrateful because without a J.K. Rowling writing this thing, there would be no uh, opportunity for these folks to make millions. What about the guy that's that's rebinding the books and selling them? Yeah, how about that? Yeah. How, how about that? And selling that he rebinds them without the J.K. Rowling. Yeah, <laughs> author. And then sells them for like a thousand seventeen hundred dollars. Twelve hours it takes him to do per yeah. book. How is yeah. that legal? It's I, well, it, I don't, I don't know, but he does it, and I doubt wow. J.K. Rowling wants to get into a peeing match with this idiot stick. Yeah, yeah eventually they're going to find out it's her and it's her book, and, it's and more books out. And speaking of idiot sticks, uh, oh. Judd Apatow. One of the biggies in Hollywood, and one of the biggies when it comes to dip asses. Lena Dunham, another one, attacked the New York Times. Now, as you know, the New York Times, of course, left as left as left can get. And 
As I mentioned last hour, man, do I love it when the left eats their own. It's the best. And more and more of this is happening because you old school Democrats who haven't realized that your party has pulled down the train tracks, They're, they are gone now. And you don't realize that this party of the JFKs, and even might I be so bold as to say Bill friggin' Clinton, right? He he would damn near be a conservative yeah. today because yeah. he seemed to always love America. And I think this guy, Bill Clinton, does love America. And that's the difference between a Bill Clinton and, of course, this idiot in chief that we have now. Yeah, tattoo Dave. I was just gonna say the difference between Bill Clinton and and everything else is Hillary. She's, he loves, you know, he does love America. I yeah, think. yeah. And and Hillary, who knows? Right. Oh, no, man. But she, she's an opportunist. I mean, she married him because she had her sights on the White House. That's all that is. It's real, real simple. She knew that this guy was the greatest friggin' salesman on the planet. And I agree, because he's an affable guy. Bill Clinton, although politically we're on different pages, he's a guy I've always thought would be a fun guy to sit at a bar, have some drinks and stogies, and talk about hot, wild chicks. Wouldn't he be be the guy? He'd be having one under the bar. No, Matt, Matt, he he also came into a place called Mastro's here in Beverly Hills where our father was playing there and played sax and talked to my dad, talked to our father for a minute, and dad said he was the... Of course, you can't help but love that guy. See, he has that. That. Biden, Biden simply lucked out or stolen or whatever, however it happened. The point is that he is the most powerful man in the world. And if that doesn't frighten the living friggin' hell out of you, nothing will. Yeah. I mean, the, the worst horror movie shouldn't scare you because we're living through the worst horror movie of all time. Things are things are real tedious these days, man. This whole woke crowd, I've had enough. And speaking of the woke crowd, Judd Apatow, Lena Dunham, you know, you probably can see her face in your mind. She's been in a bunch of stuff. They were attacked- on one of her projects. Yeah? Uh, yeah, I worked on one of her projects right here in the Valley. She owns several huge warehouses, and she used to come in, and she's one of those ones... HR, she's strong about all that stuff. She's right. she's definitely on the left. Okay. Uh-huh. I think I just said that. Wow. Didn't I just point that out? We've just gone. Thanks for helping me out. I just put I just put her in the Thanks same category. I just put her in the same category of Judd Apatow. You brought up that you were working on a project. Thanks for trying to make me look dumb. That's awesome. What? Now wait a second. That's not my job. It's your job not to look dumb, Dave. I'm. Just, uh, this is me refraining. <laughs> How's that working Dave, out, Dave? I'm going to you. <laughs> so these two idiot sticks are attacking the New York Times over trans coverage, exposing schools encouraging minors to change gender behind parents' back. They like the idea of kids being able to change their gender without their parents knowing, and somehow in this alternative freaking universe of idiot friggin' S-bags, this seems right to them. Anyone? It's unbelievable. I mean, anyone on the left watching and or listening to us right now, how can you possibly be behind something so ludicrous? How is that even possible? You have to know it's a crock of crap. But, But are you towing the party line because it's your party I mean, doesn't there come a point when you say, how about a little frickin' common sense? Uh, Anyone 18 or above, fine. Do the hell what you want with your body. 
even though there's a feasible chance you'll regret it yeah. in five, ten, two years, six months. You're mutilating your body. You're, you but are, you are mutilating your body. But at 18, you're an adult. <clears throat> you're officially an adult. It's not that different than Michael Jackson. I mean, I always felt the same way about that guy. You know, meaning what? what? About him? Mutilation. Well, the, but we, yeah, we all allowed it. I think it's in a similar vein. But he was over 18. See, I don't, I don't really look at it that way. I don't I, because, hold on, we didn't allow it. We just, yeah, had yeah. To, we had to observe right. it. It was wasn't, wasn't our did. choice. But when it comes to Michael Jackson, he, of course, he changed his nose. But he did suffer from an ailment called vitiligo. Yeah, and that, and that discolored his face. I, I'm not talking about that. I mean, at the end, when the when the, he had his eyes made larger and he was starting to do. The I don't remember that. I don't remember thing. that. Anybody right else? Towards the no. end. Oh, I don't remember goodness. his eyes. What about being... these Irish guys? They kind of embellish things. What is he Irish? Yeah. Is that the problem? There, there, there's, there's that part of it. I, I just want to <laughs> lean into what you're Tim, saying a little Tim, bit. Tim, Tim, yes. have I ever mentioned that I met an Irish guy that doesn't drink? One time, wow. and and by the way, I'm glad I'm glad that you're finally becoming a little loquacious at Outlaw Radio, because you used a term that I've been wanting to bring up. It's the latest term that everyone. How old are you? I'm fifty. Oh God, you're by. I was I was thinking millennial or. Thank you. Wow, <laughs> this guy looks much younger than fifty, doesn't he? So where is it? But I'll tell you what the, <laughs> the fountain of youth. Yeah, exactly. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what the 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 uh, phrase is. Lean into it. Everybody is now saying, "Lean into it." That's the new one. Have you noticed that I don't use it? Now I'm not saying I don't use it because I'm better than you. Okay, maybe I am. I'm, I'm saying I don't use it because I hate, I, and trope isn't exactly the, the best word, but I, I hate these new sayings. Well, Lucky I still, just used it. What? I, I mean, I work with young people in my defense. You oh, know? okay, okay. So see, this this makes sense because you're around these, these little, uh, uh, I'm not going to call them punks, but you're around young people, and now everyone is saying lean into it. It starts with the kids, and then... And it usually, it, it is prolonged by the moms because females want to be hip. Guys normally don't want to be, they don't care. Guys, it's like, just give me a stogie, a big ass steak, some bourbon, and let me watch some porn. Wait, let me take that back. No, did I say that? I meant, I, I was thinking, but I didn't mean that. Because, well, I'm, I'm going to draw some more ire from you guys, but some of it also is because, yeah. yes, I'm 50 and I still play video games and I'm still very competitive and... Uh, that yeah. whole youth lingo on there. I love, I'm, I'm still badass. I love, I love that Tim says he's still competitive. Dude, you know, he, he, let me see your thumbs. He probably, <laughs> skate, he probably skateboards at Tony Hawk and stuff. Too. <laughs> hey, that guy's defined time, too. You guys oh, no, no, no. Respect for yeah. Tony Hawk. Hey, by the way, that Tony Hawk is freaking awesome. We love awesome. him. Yeah, I love that guy. Tony on the show. I love that guy. <laughs> okay, Judd Apatow, uh, Lena Dunham. Um, they are. Uh, they love the idea of uh, little kids under 18 changing their sex um, and they hate the New York Times over its recent coverage of transgender children including an article just last month exposing how schools are encouraging minors to change their gender behind the backs of parents and this idiot friggin piece of crap and yes yes cage match Judd I'm up for it, buddy. You want you want to cage match me? I'm in there with you. How about him? Because and Lena? I can't stand that son of a bitch. Oh, and Lena? Put them both in the same cage with you. All right. It's me <laughs> against two, yeah. and I am in. And for for you idiot sticks loving the concept of anyone under eighteen changing their sex, shame on you, you dumbasses.
And you are dumbasses. This freaking, like, of all things, this has got me, like, most heated. Look, I'm, yeah? I'm willing, I'm a believer in the idea that reasonable minds can differ and we can have conversations. But right. this one gets my blood boiling. Because when it, we're talking about kids, yes. youth, of America, youth of America, mm-hmm. and we all know, like, look, I mean, there was a period of time when we were young where I wanted to be a freaking pirate. You know? Right. And, and you didn't uh, want to you know, be a I woman. wasn't going to end up being a pirate, obviously. Well, not obvious. one eye or anything. <laughs> yeah. By the way, take a look at him. And what's the peg leg for? Yeah, yeah. You got the beard and the eye patch. Yeah, clo- Actually, I'm, I'm working my way there now. All right, Maybe Tim, close through. one eye and say arg. Arr. Okay, see that? Yeah. yeah. You're a pirate. But your point is... No, the point is, like, this is just, for me personally, I had to think a lot about this. This is where I draw the line. I feel very protective of, like, children and things like that, especially ah, when... You and I both, by the way. Yes. All you and I both. I think yes. all of us are yeah. the yes. and, and even if you want to go all technical on it, I feel like, fine, then then then, then let's develop some research on it before we go all jumping in and, and putting yeah. kids on drugs. We don't know what the long term prognosis is right right see see the way he said that that way youtube analytics won't catch what he just said and we're not you know jab if you don't mind me is, asking is what he's speaking yes mark or, you have a question yeah, of our tim. irish fella with a beard yeah the lucky, pirate the pirate on the show lucky charm tim yes pirate tim so, what do you, you you might be asking? What do you, what do you do? How why do you work? Yeah, what do you do, what do, you do Tim? Do All right, so God, I we're am... into the show almost ninety minutes. We have no idea what this guy does for a living. Yeah. So I'm a coach. I'm yeah. the uh, uh, the head coach of a cross country program. All right. Uh, 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 the assistant head for. But the what does that mean? What's country skiing? What sport? I, uh, track and field and cross country. Okay. That's running. Right. Are you I'm in good sports. shape? Are you in really good shape? Because you don't look it. I am. Okay. I am. <laughs> <laughs> right. One of those weirdos who actually exercises <laughs> regularly and but you does all the things. But you enjoy your bourbon. Oh, yes. I mean, there's got to be balance to life. Right? And and you enjoy your cigars. Yes. Hence yes. the reason, my friends, if you're scratching your noggin, who is this guy and why is he on the show? That's why. He's of like mind. He's he's a uh, on the verge of being intelligent. He teaches kids. And are you are you sort of experiencing with the kids who you teach are they going through this crap this this latest studies every female not every the majority of young females these days are want to have sex with another female and or they want to change their sex and become a, a boy are you seeing this uh- you know, that kind of stuff. I mean, you know, we were in high school. That's not the kind of thing you're sharing or making obvious with your coach. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't know? I, I wouldn't know. I mean, look, I'm, I'm simple. I, I want to teach these kids, bring a little Midwest values to them. That, nice. You know, that you actually have to work hard. That, yeah. that nothing is given to you. So that's the program God standard. bless you, brother. So are you saying you're originally from the Midwest? Yeah, I, I grew up in Michigan. I was born in Kalamazoo. So Excellent. you probably know about Excellent. my family and some you of bet. that. You bet, and you're and you're right there next to the great state of Wisconsin. You know, one of, one of the great states of all time. Yeah, we love we love our Wisconsin folks, man. I love Midwest people in general. You and I both. You and I are both. Still salt of the earth. Yep. People ask me all the time, like you know, what's the difference between the two places? And, right. and please, Los Angeles people, I love you too. Oh, who cares? I have good friends. Yeah. But but there are a lot of douchebags in this town. Difference. If yeah. you are we're about in, to go to break. Have a song ready there, uh, Dave. If you're in line at the store here. Yeah. In Los Angeles, no one's gonna say anything to you. There's this protective bubble yeah. that people want to keep, and if you come inside, you mean folks in LA aren't aren't I mean friendly. Folks in LA they're not are friendly. Less friendly. But yes. if I go back to Michigan and I'm just visiting, yeah. and I'm in a checkout line, right? 
anybody will just start talking to you. Right. It, whether it's about the weather or yep. the clothes you're wearing, or can yeah. you believe what and the president And they can be packing said? a firearm, too, and they're not going to say anything. They're no. not going to say anything. Well, right. they may say stick them up. <laughs> Again, All right. there's always that option. We'll be this after back on Outlaw Radio. Thank you for being there, and thank you for... Uh, well, for Tattoo Dave, uh, taking the reins, you know, it ain't an easy gig being a producer on a national radio show. It's going to get easy. Yeah. It's just going to be a... It's just going to be a... Dave's a stubborn son of gun. No, I know that. When we return, Survivor guitarist demands Nikki Haley stop using Eye of the Tiger. I have some of my own notions regarding this. Plus, wait, there's more. Another Nuge interview. It's a short one. You'll love next. Like the legend of the Phoenix. Outlaw. Outlaw.